DJ, roll the intro. Hey guys, my name is Bogdan and you're listening to Email Marketing Secrets, the show where I go behind the scenes and tell you how to master email as a marketing channel for your business. Whether you have an e-commerce store or you run a B2B or B2C business, whether you're an entrepreneur or a digital marketing freelancer, this podcast is for you. What is going on, Email Marketing Nation? Bogdan here from EmailCon. We're going to talk about how to build um, an optimized checkout abandonment flow. So not a card abandonment flow because there's a difference there that I'm not sure a lot of you are aware of. A checkout abandonment, abandonment flow. So this is the actual uh, playbook that I've been using for the last, um, I think it's been the last one year and a half now. Uh, just to kind of optimize the customer journey and making sure that we're not just aiming to get that sale, but we're also understanding uh, why a customer hasn't potentially uh, finished their order with you. Uh, but before we dive into that, and uh, we're actually going to dive into it quite soon, I just wanted to first of all say thank you. Thank you so much for um, for being here with me on this journey. Thank you for consuming my content and thank you for checking out my podcast um, this, uh, uh, month actually we've hit over 2,500 listeners in total. And, um, that's insane. The fact that since I've launched this podcast, over 2,500 of you, uh, marketers, uh, freelancers, uh, email marketers, whatever you are, e-commerce owners, uh, you've been listening to my content and you've been consuming it. And I think it's just, it's just, it's just incredible because I started this podcast just to kind of have an avenue where I can talk about email marketing. And, um, it's crazy that a lot of you are actually following it and, uh, are, you know, getting value out of it. So in today's episode, we're going to cover my, uh, playbook for the checkout abandonment flow. So this is actually a, an abandonment flow that I finished for a client very recently and I think it's been working really, really, really well. It's a small client. They don't really have a huge revenue on a month-by-month -month basis. But looking at the main stats, uh, the uh, the flow is working really well. Uh, without going too much into detail, let's just kick starting. Essentially, I'm just going to cover the emails that I have within the flow and the way they're laid out. So the first email that I'm sending within the checkout abandonment flow um, is usually split by customer. So um, I split email one depending on the number of orders that that person has had so far with a brand. So if they're a brand new customer, they haven't placed any order, then we're sending them to path one. Uh, and if they've placed at least one order, then we're sending them to path B. So email one is split within email one A and email one B. The reason you want to do that is because you want to talk the same to a first time customer. Uh, you don't want to talk the same way to a returning customer as you do with a first time customer, right? Like the first time customer, you might want to put, touch a lot of points on, um, you know, why you've started the brand or, you know, cover a lot more about who you are as a brand and introducing the brand to them as opposed to a returning customer where you want might want to be a lot softer with that messaging and maybe a lot more personal. It's like, hey, Sophia, thank you so much for, uh, um, have, you know, for visiting our website again. We're so excited for you to try out some more of our products. Uh, if you need any help, let us know. Maybe it's more of a plain text email. I usually separate, I, I usually split these emails 
uh, depending on the number of orders, just because I don't want to approach the same messaging for two very different types of customers. Um, after that, so this email is sent between two and four hours after the checkout has started, and I usually A-B test that timing. So whenever I get a, a new client and we've just turned on their checkout abandonment flow, I A-B test different timings, actually. So I've started A-B testing in the beginning, 30 minutes, two hours, and four hours, and then I would see which one performs better in terms of open race, click to rates, and then sales as well. But you want to leave them for at least 30 days, or you want to have enough traffic going through them to actually make an assumption on which ones are uh, working better than the others. Um, and, uh, email two is sent 24 hours after that. So just one day after that, if you want to add an actual time setting as well. So for example, if someone has abandoned their checkout at midnight on a Wednesday, maybe you want to have a settings within Clavio that says, okay, email two, send that after 24 hours, but let's wait until 11 AM. Uh, or let's wait until afternoon because I don't want to send the email again at midnight. Just because someone has abandoned their checkout and they're shopping uh, at midnight doesn't mean they will be active again within the same time. So that's just another tip for you guys to, to keep in mind and consider uh, when building the checkout abandonment flow. Timings are very important. Um, email two, uh, again, is sent after 24 hours and it's usually... 99% um, of the time, it's a personal letter from the founder. Now, it's very important to note that on this email, I still split it uh, depending on customer type. So essentially, I have the same email, but it's slightly different uh, depending on, uh, on, on who the customer is. So if they're a first-time customer or if they're a returning customer, again, I really want to make sure customers are appreciated, they feel appreciated, and they know that they're not just receiving emails from a brand that you know has just hasn't bothered with their marketing and they're just sending everything uh to everyone and it's kind of like just that personal touch that i i think makes the difference when it comes to conversion now after another 24 hours and again keep in mind i do add that time of uh 11 a.m in this case um this is something I, I don't know a lot of you are doing but i actually check the card value for those customers. So now I merge both re returning customers and first-time customers within the same path, and I take them to a conditional split to check how, what's their card value. So the card value, the, the, the number that I add on the conditional split is usually the average order value for that brand. So in this case, the average order value for Beautykin is 25 pounds, 25, let's say $25. So let's say $25. Now, what we're gonna do now is check if the customers have at least $25 worth of products within their card. And if they do not, then we take them through path B, email 3B, which essentially doesn't offer them any incentive. Instead, it works on um, factors such as urgency and, and fear of missing out to get them to finish their purchase. And as far as these customers are concerned, this is the end of the journey for them. We're not going to try any more to win them back. We've tried. This is the third time we're attempting to, to recover um, their order to make sure that they, they uh, save their card. If they haven't done it by now, we are going to abandon the ship and, um, um, and essentially... Uh, yeah, stop at, at, at this point with them. Um, as far for the ones that have more than $25 worth of 
uh, uh, products in their card, we're going to go with an incentive. And this is where, you know, you protect your average order value. Obviously, you don't want to give 15% off to, some, to someone that has 10 pounds or $10 worth of products in their card. But if someone has 35, 45, then, then 10% won't be that damaging to your overall average order value. So this is where we're going with a 15% off uh, discount code expires in 48 hours. Uh, you can claim your code now. So that's kind of, I'm not going to go into the actual copy of the email. Um, but um, yeah, that is, that is email tree. So email tree. Now, the last email within the, my playbook of the checkout abandonment flow, the one that I'm, I think not a lot of, not a lot of you are doing because I wasn't doing it uh, when I first started as well. I've actually started doing this very recently. Um, it's called the feedback email and, um, it's email four within the checkout abandonment flow. We send it two days after email tree has been sent. And uh, we're simply asking them, hey, can we ask why you haven't finished your purchase? And uh, this is where we have like a, this beautifully designed email. Um, it's not too long. Uh, the copy is very simple. We're saying, hey, we understand that maybe uh, we're not for you. Uh, would you consider telling us why you haven't finished your purchase? And then we have five buttons and each button will dynamically update the properties of that customer inside the Clavio CRM. So this is a very cool thing that you can do. And uh, for anyone that doesn't know how to do this, uh, I am working on a blog article to sort of uh, explain how you can build this sort of uh, strategy within your checkout management flow. But if you do want to learn, just send me an email at uh, support at emailcong.com and I will, um, I'll, I'll, I'll happily uh, share with you how you can do this. Uh, you can also find it on Klaviyo. I think um, Klaviyo has some sort of help center around it. But essentially, there are five buttons and each button um, sort of hyperlinks to a... Uh, a, a property, a data property within our CRM. And those options are, uh, I don't think the product would, could work. I'm not sure about the ingredients. The price is too high. I found an alternative and other. You always want to add an other in there because maybe some customers just uh, didn't uh, resonate with any of your options. Maybe they didn't finish their purchase because they forgot and they're actually going to go back to their website, to your website and finish their purchase. So you never know because we actually get some sales from this email sometimes as well. But uh, it's interesting to look at this email a year later, 12 months later down the line after you've implemented it. And you can see why customers actually don't finish their order. So yeah, it's it's very it's a very uh, cool thing to add within your checkout abandonment flow. I highly recommend it. It can offer a lot of qualitative data around why customers don't finish their purchase. Um, you'd be surprised that it's not always price. Um, it could be a completely different reason. Maybe your product page is not completely optimized. Maybe it doesn't have enough information. Maybe the ingredients are not added on there and they're just too um, doubtful whether to finish their purchase or not, especially if you're selling something like supplements or something like that. So um, yeah, guys, this is this is my checkout abandonment workflow um, or playbook, however you want to call it. Um, it's something that I've been using for the last year and a half. Uh, obviously, I always tailor it to the brand that I'm working with, but overall, it is the same strategy that we're applying to most of our clients uh, here at Email Kong, and it works really well. So I wanted to share it with you. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you in the next one. Mm -hmm.